dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal. Straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. You can't make this up, podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. Episode 301 of them. Yeah, yeah. No balloons, no food. Hey, hope y'all niggas <laughs> no weren't liquor, expecting that. But, you, the, but the quality is excellent because we back, baby. <laughs> we is back. Where the liquor at, though? Uh, I got some Cavassier in the car. Nigga, no. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can partake. I won't be partaking. No, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I got water, a big jug of it. <laughs> so normally, of course, we always start off the pod asking how was the week, but I want to ask y'all, what was some of the reaction y'all got from the 300th episode? Man, uh, for me, my mom actually, she don't listen as often as I thought she did, so that's a blessing. But my mom <laughs> actually chimed in and was like, y'all have done 300 episodes? I'm like, yeah. So she was she was proud of us, so she actually checked out the 300. I know uh, some military friends hit me up. I tried to get some videos from them, but they, you know, you know how niggas be. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I got some surprise people that actually texted me and was like, congrats on 300. So yeah. I got some love. Same. Yeah, man. Um... The, I think the consensus was that it just sounds so much better in the studio. I know Ke- look, he, he ain't trying to come. He's not trying to come every week, bro. I, I wait and see how long I wait to ask. I was thinking about it like Tuesday, and I'm like, I'm going to wait and see if anybody comes with any directions about next week. Like Thursday, Friday, yeah. I'm like, yo, what's up with the studio, though? Because it sounded just so clear with nobody buffering. <laughs> no Virgin Mobile, no Wi-Fi problems. Shit clear as fuck, man. Yeah, man. But you can tell the reaction. Look at his face now. Like, yeah. He's not trying to come here. Nobody wants to come to work on their day off. I feel, I feel that. Nobody wants to. So. so the biggest reaction I got was, man, it sounds so good. Yeah. First words out the wife's mouth, y'all sound so much clearer. Y'all not talking over each other. Y'all know when to start and stop, you know, right. and everything like that because we got the visual context and everything like that. Yeah. Because she didn't listen to the pod until, I want to say, like, Wednesday or Thursday because she was out of town for work, so she didn't get a chance to listen to it till later. But much like y'all, I got people chiming in, you know, congratulating us and everything like that, and sounds good. So back to the main topic of uh the studio, <laughs> the studio. Where y'all at with coming to the studio? I'm cool. I told you I'm, I'm off on Sundays, so we can usually get it in earlier. I know y'all some early birds. You said you was up at five. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, shit, I'm I'm here, man. Okay, so so before you go, Killer, yeah. let me let me go ahead and handle this guy over here real quick. <laughs> so, let's be clear. You about to you get your calculator out? No, 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 no. Start doing the gas mileage. No, no, that is something I'm going to let you figure out all for yourself because you're going to see how much gas you be burning up. But I remember, I can't remember exactly which episode it was, but... I'm cool on working from home forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can come to the podcast where you don't make a nickel, <laughs> but you can't go to work where you make your bread at. You can't it's go once, to the office. It's only once a week, <laughs> and you can hear the quality. It's a, it's a big difference. So I'm, I'm, I, I'm fine with making the sacrifice. <laughs> it is a little bit of a boot. I don't know about you. What's it? What's it like? 10, 15 minutes? Hell no. About no. 30. He's further, further than us. Yeah. Oh, okay. See, we can't be the ones if he got to drive a further distance. <laughs> we, <laughs> we can't be the ones that don't want to go. You tell you sell houses. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So where you at, killer? So let me get my my script together to debunk you. I, I'm I'm all for the pie, so I p- prefer to come to the studio because, the, like Dizzle said, the quality is much better. Yeah. The Virgin Mobile doesn't happen. <laughs> you know, we always have a dropout or somebody's talking and they're not finishing their statement and somebody else starting their statement and it's a rumble for five seconds. So just the, the clarity of it all, I love. I work five minutes from here, so some Sundays I will have to work, but uh, I'm open to coming to the pod. Open to it. Okay, so this is... This is an ongoing discussion. <laughs> so what I am willing 
to commit to is definitely twice a month live in the studio. Okay. Definitely twice a month. That's a start. And especially, you know, in the summertime. You know, once that uh <laughs> say. once that hawk come through in the, the oh, winter yeah. time and I'm all comfy on the couch watching Facts. power in the morning and everything like that, yeah. we may need to go back to all pods on the uh <laughs> Zoom situation. But I am down for the live because there's no denying the clarity is just next level. Yeah. I mean, and we, and we, we got, got the, the intro, intro back. back. <laughs> Yeah, the intro made its return. Yeah, man, and I'm working on getting us a new and improved intro as well. So definitely be on the lookout for that, man. Yeah, yeah, man. So, Kev, how was your week? Oh, you always ask us. I want to ask you first, man. Listen, my week was a one. Not just because the wife was out of town for half the week, and I had the house to myself, the middle of the bed to myself, and everything like that. Porn on the big screen. Yeah, (laughs) lotion massage. I saw business video. Yeah, (laughs) you turn that bad boy up. He wasn't in the Loud. bathroom. Niggas on the couch. <laughs> I feel on the surround it, sound. But no, I actually got to hang out with two of my homeboys who I haven't seen in quite some time. My boy JG, he was in town. Shouts to JG. Absolutely. He was in town this week for work. So I got up with him. We hit up Roosters on uh, Tuesday. Got to catch up with him because I hadn't seen him in person in quite some time. He just got back from the DR, was telling me about his trip out there. Um, what he's doing for work now. And then the next day, you know, we had him come on the sports show with Justin and I, Nice, you know, because, you know, he played college football. He played under Urban Meyer. So he always has a unique take on sports and everything like that. And, you know, brings up a lot of stuff that, you know, us average fans don't think about, you know, things that go inside the locker room, the mindset of a football player and how he would have handled, you know, NIL and everything like that. So the landscape has definitely changed in college football since his playing days. So that was cool to have him up here on the show and then obviously just to see my dude and chop it up and then later on this week my guy peanut he listens to the podcast him and his family came into town his niece was graduating from high school and i was like whoa hold on his daughter Mm -hmm. is six last time i seen her she was a baby so i was like man i haven't seen you in person in five years now we talk all the time via text about music about tv shows we talk all the time but actually seeing somebody you didn't been on road trips before you done went to parties with before you done done everything underneath the sun with Actually, to see them and catch up in person is a totally different thing, man. So it was love, man. What a great week to catch up with my peoples, man. I had a I had a great week, man. Nice, nice, nice. What about you? For me, um, well, how did this week go? For a regular week, uh, regular work week, we got a new employee at Edible that's helping us out. So we was training her up this week work-wise. Um, shot my, remember I told y'all last week, I shot my best round of the league the week before. Mm-hmm. Last week, I shot my worst round <laughs> of the league. Law of averages, sir. And that's the game of golf. Golf will have you spinning. So, uh, had a bad week at the golf league, but uh, good weather. It was hot, but we got it done. Um, other than that, man, I've just been working on cleaning up some music. I mean, um, when I have a gap in gigs, I got like a, I got a gig on Friday, and then I'm off into the party. So, my, oh. my July calendar is pretty is pretty light so that's the time that i do my backups on the on the external make sure i got all my music backed up and uh just getting rid of some of the you know bryson tiller track seven eight nine and ten from 2012 that i would never play again <laughs> cleaning up things like that so working on my music and just trying to stay on top of shit that's what i'm doing this week so I, much, I, I, much, I gotta do a better go job at I gotta do a better job at that because there's been clean family gigs Uh-oh. where I'm thinking I'm playing one song and it's something totally different. <laughs> like I thought I was playing No Scrubs one time and it was like a Gwen Stefani <laughs> explicit version. Uh-huh. This my shit, it, and yeah. it happened so quick too. <laughs> yeah. Like the cuss word come in on the, the third second. <laughs> right, that's ex- the exact song. So I, I gotta go in and clean up my joints too, cause uh, I've ran into that where I thought I was playing something and something totally different was on. <laughs> yeah, it's an ongoing process. How much spinning you doing at your birthday party? Not much at all. Uh, OPZ will be spending 95% of the <laughs> night for sure. If I get the itch to come up there and, and do a couple songs just because me, like for, for real, I might set up my stuff just because I get excited. Me and OU just spending together twice a month for probably four years every weekend. I mean, every month. So we did first Fridays for a good four or five year run. And we did final Fridays that during that same run. So I got to spin with O a lot during those years, and then I miss those interactions of getting to spin with O and, and us 
tag team in the party. So I definitely probably set up my turntables, but I'm going to be mingling and enjoying the other side of the table for once. As you should. Now, I'm, I don't let me know if I'm overstretching because I've been known to do that. Shouts out to JG. He said I was overstretching his potential pro career because, you know, he was on the show. And I was like, man, Urban Meyer dest- destroyed your NFL chances and I could have been a moocher. And he always <laughs> reminds me, like, dude, I was good, but I wasn't that good. But So tell me if I'm wrong. Did you and O, quote unquote, create the two DJ thing at the clubs? I don't know if we created it, but I will say we brought it to light. Again, if we didn't, because there was no one at that time that was officially having two DJs rock their parties. And then we started doing that for First Fridays. Uh, shout to Doc Strange. He used to RIP. He used to rock with us all the time. Um, shout to Tay. DJ Tay used to come spin with us, too. Um, but me and O were like the DJs that did First Fridays and Final Fridays when it was the whole run through the Kettering Towers. Um, mm. even uh, Final Fridays when it bounced around from the A list and therapy, other places like that. But we once 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 that run for us kind of came to an end or a pause because it's not ever over, right? But, um, I started seeing the two DJ thing hit the hit the market a lot more. So I won't say we were the first because I don't know for sure, but mm-hmm. I will say we it, it had been a long time since that had happened, and we did that for. Months on months on months on months. So. so for me, my standpoint of it is I was at clubs with two DJs, but not at the same time. Like floor one, floor yeah, two. Yeah. So technically, that's two DJs. Right. But like with y'all trading off and everything like that, like y'all was the first ones, at least in the city, for me at least. Yeah. So I'll yeah. give y'all, y'all flowers on yeah, that. Yeah, I appreciate that. Appreciate <laughs> that. Y'all, have to, y'all have to split the bag, though, though. Right. <laughs> Little do you know. I'm, yeah, there was a there was a backstory to that. I I got the DJ bag, but O's always been the businessman, and he's always been the one to. He might have been financially invested in the promotion of some of these parties as gotcha. well. So during that last hour when they counting the bread, it was always my time to do the slow jam set or whatever else. <laughs> so he would always take a longer a longer break at the end of the night because I knew he was handling business. So, but we used to like. Literally, probably do, uh, just literally. It wasn't even no clock to it. We literally got to the point where we would be like, if you want to go mingle, see somebody you know, go grab a drink, get a hot dog outside, whatever you need to go do, I got it. And then when you ready to come back, you can, you know, my turn. So we would just enjoy the party and be mm-hmm. DJing. So we might do 15, 20, 30 minute sets, or might do ten minute sets and just be back and forth. But um, he taught me how to spin, so it was never a conflict of like I'm playing this and then we going here all of a sudden. So. Our blends were so seamless. People wouldn't even know we was doing that. You know, it was just a party. So That's what's up. Yo, what about you, bro? What you get into this week? Uh, Just work, man. Um, Oh, well, last time we was on a pod, I had the uh, Freak Nick oh, yeah. cookout. <laughs> Kev, Kev pulled up. Yeah. Shout out to Kevin and Wifey for pulling up. <laughs> so I'll ask you, without me telling you that it was a Freak Nick theme, would you have even thought of any theme at this party? No. Okay. <laughs> I didn't no. think so either. I didn't think so either. It just looked like everybody had had fun in the pool, and now it was the chill session and it was eat session. Yeah, yeah. Y'all need some balloons. You need the wife to decorate for y'all. Just hit her up. She got you. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> okay. Well, nah, but thanks for pulling up, man. For sure. Um So I have noticed you are not an eater at the functions. <laughs> are you like, uh, is it a germ thing? You don't trust nigga cooking? <laughs> so... Cause it's you a said, multiple thing. Because uh, the wedding you went to, you said you got in, got out, didn't get no food. Like, it is a germ thing. Okay, that's one and two. Um, I'm allergic to shellfish, oh, so I know y'all had shrimp and had everything like that. Going. So like, I I gotta be super careful when I go to cookouts and everything like that about you know cross contamination of food and everything like Fast. that. So okay. I can't be out here looking like Will Smith. You know what I'm saying? And hit. Okay. And hit. So uh, that's, that's a, a bad good excuse. Look for me. That's a great <laughs> excuse. I was gonna say I'm have to. 
put some signage up for my party. Like, no shellfish was around this item. Please feel free to dive in, cave. <laughs> but now I feel that, though. The last time I got real sick, other than COVID, was uh, eating community food. So I, I get it. I get it. But Yeah, now- I never participate in potlucks at work when we used to have them. Mm-hmm. Like, I would bring something, you know what I'm saying? But, like, unless it came in a bag and I'm the first person to opening said bag, <laughs> right. I, I just don't. Or I you just, just get what you brought and you have some of that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get my first scoop and be over here in my corner. Right. Hey, but I mingle, you know what I'm saying? I show love. I try to show as much love as I can. I, I am a very, even though I work in radio and that requires me to be a very outgoing person, I'm really not like that all the time. Like, yeah. I am really like a homebody. Yeah. Like, I like being at home, which is very stupid. Because well, I totally I, get that. Because I buy a ton of clothes. I buy a ton of sneakers. And I go places, but then... In my head, like, man, can't wait to get home. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, yeah. I, or, but I like settings like that, like uh, house party settings, small gatherings and everything like that. That's like more of my wave and everything like that. I did want to ask both of y'all, since y'all are DJs, now that y'all had like a week to sit on the new Drake album and the Beyonce drop, what are y'all thoughts now after sitting on it for like a week? Pretty he much hasn't the same. listened to it again. No, I, no I, I listened to the rest of the Drake. I did finish the Drake. Um, the Beyonce, I have not listened through yet. And the Chris Brown, I started. Um, I have not even checked, started the Chris Brown. I checked that out a little bit. But uh, the Drake's shit, I, it was how I expected it to be. Um, I personally, you know, I like all music. So I'm not, it's not my go-to or not my favorite or nothing that I even want to say good or bad to. But it's just a, a Drake album that I think will get him a bag in another country. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think that he was working towards a bigger goal than the the hoods or mm. the, or the niggas per se. So um, Beyonce album, I'm sure is a, I heard a single. I didn't like the single, um, the single first listen. I didn't like the single. I've only heard a single maybe twice, um, but uh, didn't like the single from it being that long of a wait from Beyonce. You know, right. she usually drops something that would be on radio tomorrow and on TV in two weeks in somebody's background. So, um, I think Beyonce's album will be fine. She's Beyonce, but not for me, at least what I've heard. So I think I was the only one here that enjoyed Drake's album at least a little bit. (laughs) And I think it got better within the week after listening to it some more. And then um, what I thought he was doing at first was getting out of Beyonce's way. I now think he was trying to beat her to the punch (laughs) of dropping this type of style of music because... um, you know, very strategic. Yeah. We knew Beyonce was coming eventually. Uh, he probably caught wind that she about <laughs> to drop some dance vibes. He probably already had this album in the cut, waiting on the right opportunity. So, you know, what better way than to drop it, what, a week before she drops this single? Right. Uh, so he can be ahead of the wave. So I want to make sure everybody knows these are not my original thoughts. These thoughts and these things I'm about to bring up, I actually was listening to Bamani Jones. He has a podcast, you know, Bamani Jones from ESPN. He has somebody on there. They are actually talking about these two albums slash this single from Beyonce. And he brought up a great point. Says, when you go to the club, the dance floor isn't the scene anymore. The, The scene is... Bottle service, mm-hmm. bottle girls, VIP. Mm-hmm. People aren't dancing and everything like that. And if this is the new wave, it's going to get the quote-unquote regular person back in the club. It's going to get the person like you used to be, mm-hmm. the guy, I can't wait till to get to the club and dance and have a good time. As opposed to now, it's everybody, I can't wait to buy my bottle, sit in my section, take pictures, and everything like that. Yeah. So I think I may not like the music. This may not be my bag. This may not be my wave. But if we're going to get back to the club, the dancing aspect, and just having a good time as opposed to the being seen part, I'm here for it. I'm here for it all. Yeah. Something else I heard is this is uh, splitting the Negroes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh-oh. Because the hood clubs... Which is usually the turtin' joints ain't playing the Drake and Beyonce. Right. Yeah, it's still drill. It's still all that shit. Yeah. It's still all of that. But I'm I might you know venture over to the Negro spots that got the dance music. You know what I'm saying? So and the hood 
you know, they not going over there. They we, we <laughs> not going over here. So I feel like this is a it, people gonna catch on. You know what I'm saying? If you got Drake leading the way, Beyonce following suit, like it's only a matter of time before you get some of these second tier, third tier artists on the dance wave. Yeah, and, I mean this this whole thing we talk about sports being copycat. Music is copycat as well. I mean, how many people out there are sons of Lil Wayne? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So, like, if this actually catches on and is the new wave of hip-hop or R&B or whatever, best believe everybody and their mom is going to be giving it a shot yeah. and trying. Mm-hmm. But I'm with I'm with uh, Irv Gotti. I'm always going to be here for the hardcore street rap. Forever. Yeah. Forever. So, when he's talking about trying to find the next Jay-Z, next DMX to make sure there's balance. I'm here for it. I'm always here for it, man, because this stuff. Uh, you still ain't rocking with it a week later? I've not listened to it again. Outside outside of Sticky and the one with 21, uh, uh, was that Jimmy Cooks? I have not listened to any other song because just not me. I fucks with him, man. See, one thing I was about to say is we can – all think back to a song that we've heard on the radio over and over again that wasn't our favorite, but it was drilled into our con- like into our life. Yeah, Be- Drake and Beyonce are those artists that no matter what they put out, they're going to have songs that are going to be played every day in hundreds of markets all over the country to where in six, seven, eight weeks we've heard it a hundred, two hundred, three hundred times. It's gonna it's gonna bring a different you know you're gonna you might bop to that beat that you didn't like for four weeks five weeks and then start bopping to it so <laughs> that's how Jack Harlow got me because I know every word to the first class song and I still hate it I don't know no words yeah outside of first class <laughs> I mean and that's just a fucking sample right. shots out to Jack Harlow you want to stop by the pod we can talk about your terrible hoop game yeah please here do. on the pod man he's actually going on tour with the City Girls. So that's a weird that's a weird combo. Interesting. You'll be there. No, not You'll a lick, not a chance. <laughs> You'll be there. You'll be there. So I, I thought this NBA talk was gonna die into like free agency or something like that, but NBA talk is dominating ESPN. So of course we gotta talk about it. Mm-hmm. Ah, Kyrie Irving. He's on the trade block allegedly. He wants to go to the Lakers, he wants out of Brooklyn. They want to give him a contract that isn't a max. He wants the max. What's your thoughts on Kyrie? That's your guy. That's your guy. Oh, for sure. Uh, I think he's going to stay in Brooklyn. It would not make any sense uh, for him to turn down. I think it would be an extra $30 million Mm -hmm. to go anywhere else. Um, I think if he opts in, he would still be able to test free agency and be able to get even more money. So it's just one year, you know what I'm saying? With a healthy KD, you got Joe Harris coming back. You got Ben Simmons. People sleep on Ben Simmons acting like he wasn't all defensive. He wasn't an all-star for the last, what, three years? Don't sleep on Ben, man. He's a he's an explosive power forward, I'll say that. Pause. Man, he can be a, a good piece to a winning team. I still think he has that in him. Um, but if Kyrie's smart, as much as I want him to team back up with LeBron, that would be like my ultimate basketball dream. Uh, he's going to stay with Brooklyn, and it makes the most sense. I think that if we're going to say Kyrie is definitely going to sign this extension or opt in to this final year with the Nets, I don't think you can say that about anything that Kyrie does. He's always been walking to the beat of his own drum. Yeah. So if he opted out and went to go sign for the vet minimum minimum with the Lakers, I wouldn't be surprised. That would be the most Kyrie Irving thing I've ever seen in my life. Like thirty million though on I, the table. Yeah. But I mean look, he How many millions he got already? How much money you got already? How much money is he losing because Nike has decided not to do business with him anymore because of X, Y, and Z? Like he ain't like this the first bag he's fumbled. He's fumbling a Nike bag. Yeah. And he has the second best selling shoe on Nike. He outsells LeBron shoes. He outsells KD's. The only Nike shoe that outsells him is Jordan and Kobe's. Mm. That's it. And Kobe's really don't sell like that because they just got the contract back. So they're not releasing a ton of Kobe's like that right now. So he has the number one selling shoe on Nike outside of Jordan. So you're fumbling a Nike bag. So it wouldn't be too far-fetched for him to say, you know what, I'm out. 
I'm going to go ahead and go to the Lakers and play and see what happens. I like that. I would love that, actually. So <laughs> I'm, I'm not mad at your take. I hope it happens. <laughs> so is this wish list thing with the, the – if he did not sign with Brooklyn, there was a, a, a wish list of teams, the Lakers, Clippers, Knicks, Heat. Mavs and 76ers. Ain't no way he's going to play for the Heat. Pat Riley not going for this. Hey, man, I play when I want to play. Would he be the best Heat if he played for the Heat? <sighs> yes, I think so. No. I know. Y'all are so disrespectful. <laughs> how, many how many times this dude got to show out in the playoffs for y'all to put some respect <laughs> on this man's name? I think I think Kyrie would come in and be the star if he went to Miami. I don't. Yeah, I don't think Miami wants him. Yeah. That wish list is. Uh, I like the wish list because the teams on there don't want him. <laughs> <laughs> the only one that can make that happen probably is LeBron for real. Mm -hmm. LeBron can talk him into coming to LA. I the think. Knicks are taking, of course. The Knicks. The Knicks need all the help they can get. That'd be funny. Move next though. I yeah. will say this. This is another thing that I, I thought of randomly. Let me know where y'all at with it. Devin Booker better be glad Chris Paul is on his team. Because all the slander that Jason Tatum got on ESPN and on this podcast, I might add, <laughs> he would be getting he would be getting tenfold if Chris Paul was not on his team. Because uh, he was doo doo in the finals. That's last three games he was doo doo, and then they just lost in the first round. Oh yeah. So I'm just reminding folks that if. Chris Paul was not on that team. Devin Booker would be catching 10 times the slander that Jason Tatum got all last week. I agree. From people on his podcast. I agree. Devin Booker's on my hate list. So oh, you okay. already know. Okay, so let's let's get the hate list out. Let's get the hate <laughs> list out. So obviously, you just said Devin Booker. Devin Carl Booker. Anthony Towns. Who else is on that list? It sounds like Jimmy uh, Butler on that list, the way you no, be talking about this no. nigga. I'm like Jimmy. I'm, I'm a fan. I'm definitely a fan of Jimmy. Cat uh, and Devin Booker. Paul George. Chet Holmgren is... is How? The nigga ain't even playing yet. <laughs> Chet. I, ain't like, I don't like what he be saying, man. He already come in a little arrogant. <laughs> Man, you got you got to watch the uh, the pod with Gary Payton and uh, did Kat. you hear what he was saying though? Did you see that? I, I, saw, I saw the clip. Yeah. I saw the clip. Whose whose podcast was I, he on? I don't know if it was a it's like a barbershop sit down. I'm not sure. I just happened to see it on YouTube. It was it was Chet and Cat talking to Gary Payton, and it was all Gary Payton was a number two pick. Cat mm -hmm. was the one pick, mm -hmm. and they was talking to him about just that whole being in that one-two and the weight on your shoulders. It was just a whole little combo. But it was what I did he say that it offended you? Yeah, he said nothing bad on it. He said something like, "Because uh, they were telling him he gonna have to bulk up." My nigga's seven foot. He weighs one ninety. Yeah. So did KD when he came to the league. KD was one eighty five. Okay. Tell him, killer. Okay. So I'm, not, I'm <laughs> KD is an anomaly. That nigga, he ain't there. That's a unicorn. Chet, you gotta okay, you gotta prove yourself. But he says something to the to the likes of like, uh, you know, these fans don't really know me like I know me, <laughs> and for them to tell me I need to do something like I already ain't doing it, I'm like. Wait. Yeah, he's telling people, like, you think I'm not trying to gain weight? You think I want to be thin as a railroad? Maybe I'm 18 years old and my metabolism is at levels 100. I'm trying. Now that I'm going to get with an NBA team, I'm going to be able to put on maybe like 25 pounds of muscle. Maybe. I just don't. I don't know. He didn't word it like that. I didn't like how he sounded. His tooth was He's looking 18. at me, man. His um, tooth was looking his... at me. <laughs> nah, bro. His tooth was looking. I was like, nah, Found the title bro. for the pod this week. <laughs> nah, nah. nah, bro. He might make my list. That might be third. And it's good to have some hate on your list, bro, because every team, you ain't going to like every team. Right. You ain't going to care for every game. So if you can root against somebody, <laughs> it makes it more entertaining. <laughs> so Cat, Devin Booker for sure, and then Chet runner up. Damn. So Paul George is off the list. Paul George has made it off the list. Shouts out to Paul George. He got married over the weekend, by the way, man. Yeah, Shouts only ring he'll ever get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he still got that slander ready. This a quick win. Come on. <laughs> so something else that happened on social media. One of my favorite players in the association, young Dame Lillard, just posted a picture of himself and some dude named the Slim Reaper, a.k.a. Kevin Durant. Yeah. 
There's a lot of rumors out there floating. If Kyrie leaves Brooklyn, then some teams are going to try to make that play for KD. If, which I don't think is going to happen, if KD was to slide out to Portland and hang out with Dame Dollar, what y'all think would happen? Not shit. <laughs> Ooh. I, I think that would be a... That'd be Dame's best shot at it. It would be everything that people want KD and Kyrie to be. Yep. It would yep. be everything mm-hmm. that people want that to be it, without the drama because KD is just a hooper. Dame is just a hooper. They're going to go out there and play as many games as they can together, and I think it will be a collision course in the Western Conference Final with the Warriors. What will happen in those Western Conference Finals, I don't know, but – Man, I would love it to happen because Dame is my guy, and I would love to see him with a, another opportunity at the Warriors with a dude like a Kevin Durant. Man, that would be awesome. But like I said, I don't think it's going to happen, man. Yeah. I, I just don't see it. Another question I got with y'all about the NBA. Is it a bad thing that the offseason is more of a hot topic than the actual season? Mm. I, see, I don't think the seasons, the last since the bubble, I've been enjoying NBA. Yeah. So I don't think the seasons have been bad. I just think the off season has gotten way more entertaining to accompany the season. So I, um, I've been enjoying, like, I can say for sure, 2015 through 2020, I watched very little NBA basketball in the evenings at home. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't a, a thing for me. But since probably 20, since the bubble, or maybe even the year before, I was pretty heavy in watching basketball again. So I, I just think the offseason has gotten with all these. I mean, we'll just say since since LeBron and the big three moved to to Miami, ever since then it's like you you want things to almost shake up a little bit in the yeah. NBA, and you want to see what this jersey is going to look like on this guy with these guys playing already there. How would that you know say it just it gets to be the imagination or like the man this this could be the year for them or that that one piece could be that missing piece so i enjoy the whole off season just as equal to the season yeah same man um the last few seasons have been amazing more entertaining than i remember and i think it's like you said for the fact it could be anybody's season with mm-hmm. one move mm-hmm. one trade i think with players taking more power in their destinies it's like you said, Kyrie might take thirty million less just to get in a better situation for himself. So and one thing I'm curious about, I just I just wanted to say this, I didn't want to forget. All these NIL bags that these kids is getting, mm-hmm. that's College gonna kids. that's gonna translate to like in I mean <clears throat> pro cockiness. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like they gonna come in with a bag. Yeah. They rookie contract might be less than what they was getting at college. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I'm curious to see that type of stories and what that brings to the sauce of the offseason as well. Because we only now two or three more years away from these players being, in, you know, having multiple people that have gotten a bag in college and headed to the league. Yeah. So. One thing about the NIL, I mean, we talk so much about it on the sports show, but we really focus on it from the the football players and the basketball players aspect. You know, for women, if they're getting NIL deals, say they play softball, there's no professional softball league. Right. You know, once they graduate from college and done playing softball, they go work yeah. whatever career field that they want. So they missed a major opportunity to make a lot of money in college, and that goes for gymnastics as well. Or in track and field, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like nine times out of ten, if you in gymnastics in college, that means you're not quote unquote good enough to be an Olympian, and that's where people make money is yeah. you know what I'm saying endorsements from their Olympic career and everything like that. So for especially for women to be able to make money in college off their name, image, and likeness at the height of their popularity, this that's huge, man. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why people get so bent out of shape about people making money. Yeah. Like, what's the big deal, man? That's more people making goal, more money. Right? Yeah. I mean, shoot, the reality of it is you make more money. That means these people are being taxed more. So that's more money in our government circulating around. So I don't have a problem with nobody getting that bag. Yeah, man. Shout to CJ Stroud getting that Bentley. <laughs> wait, wait, what'd he get? A whole Bentley. Yeah. He signed a deal with them or something? Signed a, a dealership in Columbus. Yeah. Oh. That's nice. And then I, then I saw yesterday the uh, Tennessee quarterback looking like Kevin Durant, like he supposed to be like this, this uh, he got like an eight million dollar 
bag from Tennessee or, or was it Tennessee? I think it was Tennessee. But the dude is like a volleyball player and football player. Like he's like one of the best volleyball players in the country. Get that money, dog. And he's yeah, he's eating. Yeah, the no dude from Texas, they're running back. Maybe Texas. B. John Robinson, he got a Lambo truck. Mm. So he get to trade out a new vehicle like every month. <laughs> 20 years too late. Man, man, listen, listen. I'd have been on somebody's golf team. <laughs> Something. Man, I'm definitely saving the hot topic for last. So let's just run through a couple of these, man. <laughs> BET Awards are tonight. One. I had no clue that the BET Awards were tonight until I saw a commercial the other day. Now, Killer, normally, you used to be out there so during awards the season. So that's the only reason why I know that it's BET week is because mm. it's also Tony Rock week. Shouts right. to my guy, Tony Rock. He's celebrating his uh, birthday extravaganza week that he puts together. Um, it's been a few years since they've done it, of course, of course, with the pandemic and everything. But they call this the finale. So it's been like, I think... I want to say it's been seven, eight years since they had the big, like a big one like this, mm-hmm. and um, it's the finale in the sense of the last one that they're doing in L.A. Oh, okay. So he's, I saw him say that he's trying to take this on the road, maybe you know, be in this city one year, maybe be in this country one year, you know, so it's trying to bring bring the friends and family to the road. But I know with all the the. With the personality that Tony has in all the cities that he goes in, he has a core of friends in every city. And then a core of those core friends will come to this weekend. So it's hundreds of people there for the weekend. That's the only reason why I know BET weekend <laughs> happens because Tony always has his, his shit during the same time. So I'm missing it this year. I'm softy. If I wasn't having a party and them flights wasn't 700, I'd have been there. But I can't spend 700 four weeks before my party. Just can't. And 700 is the low end. It would have been like 14 probably out there. Goodness gracious. Uh, <laughs> obviously, I'll be watching. You know what I'm saying? I'll be tuning in and out of the BET Awards and everything like that. Y'all watching or what? For sure. No. I'll record it because I always like to see, you know. Ever since Janet Jackson and uh, Timberlake <laughs> had an incident, I, re- I record all <laughs> gatherings of people on my DVR, and then I'll delete it if I don't, if I don't need it. But I'll, I'll definitely record and check it out. Dizzle, you not watching? Uh, <clears throat> Nah. Not your wave. For one, I don't have BT. Uh, <laughs> and I haven't found. What type a, of cable you got? <laughs> uh, I'm sure you can. Fire walk, stick? I'm about to say, I'm sure you can watch it the same way you watch the fights. <laughs> Facts. Nah, bro. It's hard to find the links, man. <laughs> <laughs> what was I? I was trying to watch something the other day and couldn't find it, but uh, nah. The Martin thing? Yeah. So Martin. I, I haven't did. seen it either. I, I can't find it I, either. I, I don't have beat. I looked <laughs> on YouTube for it. It's the Martin Reunion. Yeah, they said I heard it was pretty decent. I wanna I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna try to find a link. But uh nah man. You I find a link, send it our way. Yeah, please do. Got you. But uh I haven't watched an award show in a in a while, man. I don't think they're eventful enough for it to be three hours long. Who's hosting? Do y'all know who's hosting? Taraji. No. <laughs> I love Taraji, but I'm good. <laughs> I'm here for the performances, man. I always got to see who performing, who going to hit that stage. They going to make a fool of themselves. They going to put on a hell of a show. And, you know, it's, it's work, the work related. I was going to say, I'll, I can guarantee you probably the last 10 shows that I've recorded like that, I fast forward any talking until I, <laughs> until I see performing and then stop and want to see the performance. So I just watch all the performances and be done with it in like 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so, believe it or not, next weekend is 4th of July weekend. Killer, you got plans to yeah. do some DJ mixes and everything like that. Yeah. Dizzle, you got a pool party, I'm sure. Uh, nah, man. I what? Think we might go Cabruin. Uh-oh. What's Uh-oh. the fourth? The fourth is a Monday. The fourth falls on a Monday. Yeah. And I'm off on Monday. I'm off on Monday, too. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. If the weather is right, we're going to be River Burger, man. Hey, I'm Come. with you. Hey. I will put it down that I will go on, the, on Sun, it, Sunday it, or Monday. Sunday or Monday. We got to check the weather, though. That's really the, the kicker is making sure that the, it's not too crazy hot. Because we don't want to be trying to be out there if it's upper 90s. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to be out there in 70s and 80s. Um, Even some clouds in the sky. Because we got to stick to our to our commitment of joining each other at their activity. Yeah. So we get the summer's half more than halfway or at least halfway over. Man, I am staying like now anyway. voted on this pod. <laughs> <laughs> just, 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 goodness gracious. It's gonna be up to three weeks a month and it's right. going. Yeah. Like, damn. It'll be a good one too, man. Um 
the more we go, the more we are fine tuning the <laughs> Cabrew. Like we figure out what work and what don't work. Um, Y'all know to go left around this rock instead of right. Facts. And there's yeah. some duck off spots um, that we be figuring out too, where it's a little bit more secluded, where we could just do whatever, you know what I'm saying? So um, I'm down. Count me in. If Kev, what's up? Man. Check the calendar. Yeah. I'm checking the calendar. I'm going to definitely let y'all know uh, as yeah. soon as we get the official word. We try to just wait for the weather to break or at least see what it's looking like for show. So, mm-hmm. obviously, it's early. Uh-oh. We're supposed to get thunderstorms oh. on that Saturday, rain on that Sunday, but clear on the actual 4th. That's 80, perfect. 85. 85 degrees. That's And that's perfect because when it rains the couple days before, it, the water levels are higher. So, it, there's less spots where you get stuck. Yeah. Because there's some spots where talk talk the water low, or you hitting the rocks, and you got to get out the boat and, like, carry it. You got to work So I, I do. I got one question. <laughs> Will I be spent after this, or do I get a chance to row and slide for 30 seconds at a time? Oh, or will I be out there, like, on the row machine? Nah. Putting that, putting <laughs> that activity. Most of the trip, you're letting the river take you. Cool. Okay. Um, we sometimes do kayaks. Depending on the group, there's this big-ass raft that fit, like, 10 people comfortably where the ladies just be laying out, and we, and then maybe two dudes, one in the back, one in the front, rowing. But for the most part, the river take you. Look at this. You, what? You, what, you, what excuse you got? <laughs> I ain't no excuses. <laughs> you say I, I, allergic I just, to selfish. <laughs> you ain't gonna have I no ain't allergic. allergic to selfish. That's my mama. I don't want sand between my toes. <laughs> I just need some. I'm going to need some sh- Shoes that I can wear. Amazon. Uh, yeah, yeah. 15, yeah. 20 bucks tops, bro. Because I, I bought some. Get you some aqua, some aqua shoes with the, the toes. You see your toes, <laughs> toe line. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let me get this straight. So Monday, most likely, what time? Um, realistically, we try to get there early, like ten a.m. That usually turns into ten thirty, just because black people, you know. <laughs> Um and y'all know how I am about time. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm an old man. We try to we try to we try to get there at ten, depending on how big the group is. Last time we went, it was only like five of us, so we all was there at ten. It was on the river by like ten thirty, and then it takes about three or four hours. So <laughs> when you when you get done, how how do you get home? All right. <laughs> so, so you, you sound real concerned, bro. I'm just, I'm just curious. That's a very like, valid question. I'm not going to be wet sitting on a school bus with a raft. And- so what happens is you go to the spot, park your car, uh, you let them know what kind of boat you want. They load up a big bus, and you get on the bus. They drive you upstream. I think it's a three-mile trip. Okay. So they drive you upstream, give you your boat and paddle. You go downstream. To where you parked your car at. Got you. Okay. And it's it'd be hot, so about time you get in your car, you're not wet no more. And plus, you don't even be in the water like that for real. You may put your legs in to get out the boat and into the little beach area, and that's about it. No. I don't be swimming. And, and you never had a good a good like a, so much of a good time that you missed your stop. Like no. You, okay. It's we good. It's foolproof. And I've never at Riverscape. Yeah, I say I don't want to be <laughs> no seeing the highway in a Caroline Park. Like, oh shit, it's, it's foolproof. It's, de- it's definitely foolproof. Gotta make my way back up the river. <laughs> and I've never tipped over, so that don't. That's not even a fear. Knock on wood. Can you swim? No. You I'm, don't even know need to know how to swim. I'm a non-swimmer. I'm gonna have a lab jacket on. That's, oh. that's for sure. Uh, so I can swim. So I got you. How about that? Thank you. So <laughs> is, is the missus coming? Are you gonna bring the wife? She you can bring the kids too. She can't swim, but I'll tell her that you're going. She'll go because you can't. Because she'll know she won't be alone in the non-swimming department. So, so hold on, I can't swim. My wife can't swim either. Your wife can't swim. I mean, it looks like I'm very low on the he can't swim level. I mean, <laughs> obviously, if something happens, you're gonna go after your wife first, and then maybe my wife, and then I'm ass out of luck. Now you floating, bro. You, gotta, you, gotta you float. can stand up, bro. <laughs> the water be at your knees. There's one point because there's like a big ass tree with a rope swing. And niggas be climbing that big ass tree and ah, <laughs> into the water. Uh, that's the only part where the water is deep. But my wife has done it. I've never seen no nothing crazy happen. There was this one time where this white girl was drunk, passed out in her boat, and she was fine. <laughs> just, 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 it's just going downstream. I she tell was you this. Sleep. 
I tell you this. Wait till y'all see my outfit. That's all I got to say. Oh, it's going to be great. Sco- he going to have scuba gear on. Factual. <laughs> Goggles. The whole nine, dog. The whole nine. It's going to be great. Oh, man. So, versus went down this week. Yeah. Omarion <laughs> versus Mario. Ray J and Bobby V versus Sammy and Pleasure P. Who watched? Who didn't watch? I watched the entirety of it. Four plus hours. It was up to like 12.45. God damn. It had to work at eight. That'll tell you something. It was one of those. For me, it was unexpectedly top five funnies. At least for me. Because... Just how everything started. I was laughing at the DJ because I don't know why. Her, he I, was the best part. I just find humor in DJs that like get from behind the booth and start doing like dance moves <laughs> on the stage and putting on like their own. That just to me is funny to me. So I, I was laughing at that. But he was cool. He was rocking. He was, it was just funny. So I laughed at that. I laughed at D-Ray having to cover down because mm. everything was running so behind. So he's trying to do a whole. He, damn, he, he did a whole set yeah. pretty much. And um, just once it started, it was nonstop. Just I knew the mean game was gonna be <laughs> nuts the following week. So yeah. I was I couldn't as much as I was really not liking it per se. Like not like I, it wasn't. I only knew probably half the songs that they, that they were singing. Once they got through their five six hits, those other ones like Omarion sung probably five songs. I had no clue what they were, <laughs> but. Just what was happening in between the songs and what was happening with the commentary had me weak. Oh, yeah. yeah. Weak. You say top five. I'm saying this might be the funniest. <laughs> I don't. I can't think maybe uh, what was the old school one where the nigga couldn't get his sound right? What's his name? Teddy Riley? Oh, Is that yeah, his name? Yeah, 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 yeah. This nigga said who? Teddy Riley. <laughs> yes, Teddy Riley. Yes. It, those two might be the funniest ones. And, and Teddy Riley, that was what, two years ago? Like that was yeah, the beginning yeah. of it. I don't think there's been one funnier than this one. This had a little bit of everything. You know what I'm saying? Comedy from beginning to end. I think they said this was the longest. Oh, yeah, for versus, sure. Versus um, what started they at They hadn't eight. even started the main event when Versus usually would have been over. Yeah. Goodness. <laughs> um... It had the hits, but most definitely the funnies from beginning to end, man. And you, you, you wasn't watching it. You had it on in the background. No. So I was in Cincinnati visiting my boy Peanut when Versus started. And we started talking about it as we was leaving and everything like that. So we was in the night. I had to drive back. I get home. Eh, the wife was watching and she just was dying laughing the entire time. By the time I got home, took a shower and everything like that. And they was it was still Ray J and Sammy and all them. The undercard, so to speak, going on or whatever. And I was tired. I was like, man, I'll catch it on the replay. So as I say I'm going to catch it on the replay, obviously you do your Instagram checks before you go to bed, and I just see the memes. I see the clips, and I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. Yeah. This is about to be big funny. Big funny. So last night I was like, shit, I have not watched Versus yet. And I see that four hours and 30 minutes. It's 10 o'clock. I'm not watching that shit all the way through. So I'm like, all right. I caught a quick recap of the undercard. Hilarious. And then I started watching the actual versus battle between Omarion and Mario. I will say this. The fact, in my opinion, that Mario won with three songs that I knew (laughs) screams to the fact that Omarion can't sing for shit. That nigga can't sing at all. The fact that Mario won because he can sing and this nigga can barely hold a note. And it wasn't because, oh, man, he was dancing. Mario was dancing, too. Yeah. That shit was hilarious. I, I mean, from the watermelon, from fucking Jeremiah coming out there (laughs) off key. And it was good Lord. man, it was cringeworthy a lot of points, man. And it's just like I was just befuddled because why? Why and how are y'all niggas R and B singers? It was it was it was great. It, it was, was great. It was bad entertainment. The top two funnies that I got from it was the watermelon shit was funny as fuck just because <laughs> he literally was making love to this watermelon, <laughs> passed it off to somebody. And danced away. <laughs> he literally was eating watermelon, passed it off, and then did a dance away from her. Like it was hilarious. Oh, and then the shit. second one was Ray J and that damn baby when he was doing the end of the song of One Wish and Pleasure P 
Bobby V and Sammy was in the background, just kept doing the One Wish <laughs> Harmony for like three, four minutes after the song was oh, over. They shit. kept going to the point where Ray J was getting mad. Yeah. Walked off the stage, came back, was got mad again. Like, it was, man, that shit. Well, I was literally in tears laughing. Yeah. In tears. Nah, it, I was cracking up, like I said, from beginning to end, man. Ray J, he was... Till my baby's born, till my baby's born. I'm like, yo, what song is that? <laughs> That's not one wish. Right. Yeah, what else happened? Sammy was a thug. I didn't know Sammy was so thugged out now. Damn, I, that nigga got a Ross beard. Yeah, he kept he kept mm-hmm. shouting out who was fucking with Sammy in 99, 2000. I'm the youngest uh, to ever be Billboard top three or whatever. He was just talking so much shit and just hardcore. Like, like you R&B it's dude. R&B. Yeah. Like yeah, chill man. out. <laughs> nah, this one this was the one. Um uh Mario came out with the fake B2K to, oh, to start it out. So yes. so I just I wasn't watching live. So the next morning the wife showed me that clip and I was I'm watching, I'm like, oh shit, he brought out the the boys. I thought it was them. I thought it was them too. <laughs> until like they did like the close up and then him doing the whole robot shit. I was like, wait. <laughs> that's not Jay Boog, is it? Right. Like, that nigga look different. Like that's not really them. I was like, oh shit. So then that made it even funnier. That yeah. shit was hilarious, man. Yeah, it was it was epic. I think that one, like, to not watch it live, I would never watch it again. It's just how long it took to watch. <laughs> yeah. But like, but to be once you got roped into it, it was hard to like. I mean, I knew I had to work. Me and the wife complaining, but we found like like you got me hip to the YouTube shit. I found the YouTube live stream. With not no dude in the background commentating, <laughs> I'm like perfect, and then we end up watching that whole thing on the TV, and I think I, I probably fell asleep to it. Like I couldn't left turn it off. on there. And, and <laughs> I didn't want to miss nothing. Yeah. Like so much was going on. I thought Mario and Amari was about to fight at one point because <laughs> yeah. they was literally in each other's face, like talking big shit. And I'm yeah. like, yo, they is they about to scrap? Uh, D Ray kept trying to close it out. And Mario was like, nah, I got two more songs. Like, they just kept going. We make the rules. Yeah, man. Man, <laughs> man. Like, I felt for D-Ray. Like you said, he yeah. had to put on a whole show because niggas was delaying and motherfucker, I can't hear out my ear. I can't hear out hear my ear. Keep me in his ear. This niggas was just talking big shit. Like, yo, this is our supposed to be. He actually R&B. introduced Mario and Amarion and had to do a 20-minute set after introducing them because yeah. they didn't come out. They, yeah, I didn't even see that. I just fast forwarded to when like, they hit the bring stage. To the, he like introduced the the whole thing, and neither one of them came out. Yeah. And he was like, "Where the fuck y'all at?" And then he started doing comedy, and that lasted like fifteen minutes. And then he finally was like, "Okay, I'm tired of this shit. Come out here, motherfuckers!" Like they was like, <laughs> it was funny as fuck. Man, I'll say this about Amorion. Like, what's the one song? Uh, not speeding. Uh, name some of the songs. Dun, that he dun, 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 be my entourage. No, nah, not that one. Uh, skip button. Uh, Yo, chick, come close to me. Skip chick. button. Right, Braid uh, my hair. No, nah, that was Mario, and it skip button that too. Uh, <laughs> you said Mario? That yeah, Mario. Oh. Uh, damn, what? Girlfriend. 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 Skip button. Uh, damn, oh, why can't yeah. I think of the song? That was another oh. one. Oh, damn. Touch. Boom, boom, boom. Touch. Bro, that's, that's all his songs, bro. I know, but no, it's the, the one, whatever. He got a big-ass record that I was like, all right, if it's any time for him to sing correctly, this is going to be it. No. It was towards the end, and he was horrid. Horrid. Was it when he went down to the ground and was humping the mic? Was that the was that the time? Oh, he had his leg in the air. He had his leg in the air. <laughs> Goodness gracious! He was doing man. a lot of shit, but yeah. butt singing. But uh, <laughs> I don't That's think it. anyone was worse than Jeremiah, bro. Jesus, yeah, that was bad. That was bad. Worse than Ray J. <laughs> that was bad, man. Bad, bad. Like, and the shit about it was okay. Let me let me ask you. This. So when he introduced Jeremiah to come out. And Mario says, don't do it, bruh. (laughs) Is Mario saying, don't do it because we all boys don't pick that side? Is he saying, don't do it because the sound is fucked up and you're going to sound bad? Or three, I know you really can't sing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was Which one was it? I think by that point, I think it was three because they was already talking shit. I've been doing this. They, they, the shit talking was there, so I yeah. think I think it was. Don't do it to yourself, bro. Don't do it. Don't don't get out here in this. 
and Omarion was already cooked at that point. Yeah. He was reaching. Yeah. He was he tried to bring out Tank. Tank was there for a, a riff. And, yeah. then that was, <laughs> and then that was it. And literally said, this ain't my versus let me get out of here. Let me go ahead and leave. <laughs> let me go ahead and leave. Let me go slide up out of here. I think Icebox. Oh, okay. Uh, so I'm like, when he started that, I'm like, all right, he's about to kill it now. He's about to really show him what he's got. And this nigga was, I was like, this nigga is a shower singer. Yeah. They needed yeah. the auto tune mics. But did y'all see the aftermath between B2K? Because this shit is still ongoing. Talk about it. Uh, So the the morning after, Omarion <laughs> comes out with a, well, first, the morning after, the other members of B2K all make the same post saying, Omarion got served last night. So they all being funny about it. With the it. David Ruffin shit. They from the Temptations the, movie. Yes, they saying the nigga got served. Uh, hours later, Omarion comes out with a PSA, basically trying to cover up for the bad performance, and basically throws B2K under the bus, calling them his background dancers. So, wow. Uh, the next day, which I believe was yesterday, uh, everybody's speaking their case. Jay Book puts out this long message, basically airing out all his shit. And I'm thinking, like, man, this little B2K story is like, if you think about it, one of the ones, we need a movie. We need a <laughs> yeah. movie, bro. Because I just pulled up we the need post. behind the music. Yeah, something. Because they got a story. For sure. At the end of the post, it pretty much he pretty much was saying it comes with being an artist, people uh, making yourself vulnerable to the world. But he, but he said... But to my three background dancers, I'm not surprised because this is how y'all always been, even while in the group, praying for my downfall. Well, keep praying because I'm overbooked and busy. Meanwhile, y'all got to get real jobs uh, other than hating on, oh, I heard UPS is hiring. So Ooh, yeah, he, shots. Was, he was throwing jabs at his boy or at his former group members. They're no longer friends. But uh, I think I think that that's going to boil over to something else because, like you said, Dizzle, it's, it, they've already – says something, he says something, they're going to have to reply, it's going to be a thing. Yeah. They're going to be fighting on the Jay Paul undercard by the next spring. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, man, there's so many places. One thing I definitely don't want to forget, I want to shout out Naz. She posted something that was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. She said, FYI, Mario is only 5'11". <laughs> and that just blew my mind. Like, well, damn. Because that nigga looked like a full 6'3 yeah. to me yeah. compared to Amorion. I'm like, well, how tall is this nigga? 5'5"? Five, five? Right. Damn, that nigga short. Bobby short. V short. All them niggas yeah. short. Touch a P about 5'7". Yeah. Goodness yeah. gracious. <laughs> but this whole B2K shit, I mean... You right. Movie material, man. Yeah. That's I mean... Good. They did the whole shit about Lil Saint is crying in oh, heaven man. watching this shit. Like, yeah, turn over in his grave. Goodness <laughs> gracious, man. The embarrassment, man. I mean, but like that's kind of like what happens when you put in a person that wasn't in the group. Because if I'm not mistaken, B2K was a group like of them, and then they put him in it. And he was the lead singer, and you know that story's yeah. been told a million times exactly. with groups around. You know the lead singer, and they singing all the songs, getting all the glory, getting all the love, and then they go solo, and then the other guys and gals get pissed off and everything like that. It's a it's something that will never end. But yeah, man, I'm I'm gonna read that post. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so as bad as this one, well, as bad as the performances were, it was still entertaining. But is this gonna deter mm, some question. other folks? Uh, from hitting that stage because this could hurt some careers. Like Omarion is in the Hall of Fame of getting washed. I don't mm -hmm. think he won around, but I still think the summer tour and fall tour that he'll do because of verses. Yeah, people 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 will overlook the singing for the dancing. Some people, some people. Yeah, motherfuckers don't care. Yeah, they just want to see a show. Yeah, motherfuckers <laughs> don't care. They just don't. It's like yeah, it's it's part of it. And being washed can get you fucking booked. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't deny that he's booked. And I mean, he's still popular. This is yeah. only going to help with his popularity. And it'd be different, like, if, I mean, I, just, I never say, like, oh, man, he's a great singer or whatever. Like, but, like, for, I don't know, maybe the 90s R&B people, like, that <laughs> would affect them a lot more oh, yeah. if they were known. Like, if, if Boys the Men 
to go up there and had a performance like that, that would like wait yeah. a minute. If Brian McKnight really couldn't do Brian McKnight <laughs> shit that you've been yeah, hearing, yeah, that like, would have been that fucked. would be a problem. Like motherfuckers <laughs> be like, wait a minute, nigga, you do, you don't even dance, nigga, you, and you can't sing either, right? So I think that would be a huge problem. But yeah. man, like it's it, it's so alarming. I know I said this, a nigga with three to four songs beat you. Because if this was the quote unquote olden days of verses where it was just play your record on IG Live, Mario would have watched this nigga. And if we were to Omarion, yeah, I'm sorry, Omarion would have watched him easily. But the simple fact that you can't sing, yeah, and he can, right. he beat you. And for it to be an R&B thing, like the breakout song with Gucci, like is he really singing a like a R&B tone? Like that's just. R&B rap to me. Like, yeah. Yeah. But he won whole handily with that song. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because the songs that O was bringing out was just terrible. Yeah. Ah! It was terrible. <laughs> Everything about it was terrible. But uh, hilarious at the same time. It was It was, It was. was the, like you said, to watch it live, it was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. To, have to, to, to have to like do homework and like rewatch that, <laughs> miserable. You'll be miserable watching that. <laughs> Shout out to Versus, man. We thought they was dead maybe oh, a, m- a month ago. Shout out to Versus. <laughs> they yeah. back home. I yeah. thought they was over, over. Yeah. They back, man. Whatever well, it is, another episode of You Can't Make This Up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. We out till next week. Cabruin update. Oh, for sure. Peace. <laughs>